0: Advertisement for a recognizable family-oriented restaurant is carried by a pigeon in front of the Kopi Pyramid. Try Our New Wing Flavors! is emblazoned in comic sands across the stolen scrap of garbage. Behind the pigeon, against the city skyline, a satellite blinks just over the distant silhouette of the Infernus Tower. A lone dodgeball rolls down the street in the bottom corner, across which is lettered, Issue 42, Separate Ways. And welcome back to Apex City. We have a couple of things going on at the moment, and I want to start with Jackie. Oh, fun! So you, within the last uh, week or two, passed your little AI friend uh, TDOS over to uh, your uh, little criminal friends, uh, <laughs> Cowboy Ronald Reagan and guy that turns into a motorcycle. Yes, Crackshot and Motorhead, with instructions to get T to a guy named Dr. Virgil Cassiano. And you haven't heard anything since. It's been a minute. At this point, it's kind of late night. Uh, You're in your room, or are you? Where are you at?
1: Uh, Since I hadn't thought of anything else, let's say I'm in my room. (laughs)
0: Okay. So you're hanging out in your room. What is is Jackie's uh, evening look like so far?
1: I feel like Jackie is probably kind of like decompressing, you know, just like Mindlessly uh, scrolling through the internet at robotic speeds, <laughs> mm-hmm. as you do. Yeah, you know, in- internally in my in my head.
0: Is is Jackie on any social media?
1: I'm gonna say Jackie is on all the social media. Cool. I'm not sure she really like is. She follows a lot, but she doesn't post very much.
0: Like uh, Bearstagram, uh, Buzzer.
1: Yes, or some MySpace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> MySpace is still around. It. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's now canon. It's yeah. the
0: big social media, as it turns out. Oh, yeah. man.
1: Facebook never happened in this universe. Yeah, it got, well, it
0: happened, but it got shut down um, oh, okay. very, very early. So anyhow, you are uh, cruising the internets at high speed, being a cool bear, and you get a Wi-Fi contact signal with a familiar backtrace. Tia's sending you kind of the equivalent of, I guess, an email?
1: All right. What,
0: what does that mean, the equivalent of an email? It's not, it's not connected to, like, a media or an email account. It is just straight through the ether, a message directly from T.
1: But it contains, like, data and content, right?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, it definitely does.
1: Okay, what is, uh, what is the content of this?
0: Uh, so the content of this is actually a, uh, a connection link to an in-orbit satellite, it's to allow you to connect to that, uh, to that satellite's uh, streaming capabilities.
1: There's nothing sketchy about this at all. And uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, if you want to look into it, you can. But.
1: Uh, Jackie is going to completely ignore all the advice given to her by CopiIT and just connect to it.
0: When you connect to it, your consciousness is transported to a uh, – it kind of looks like a playground – um, but, like like the swings are made out of code, and like there's a big <coughs> slide that you can tell goes for miles and miles and like crashes into some really secure server it's It's <laughs> just everything is very, very colorful and there is a a kid on one of these swings uh who looks to be like mid teens uh she's got like bright <laughs> rainbow hair of course uh, and a big a big like poofy jacket, a little t- shirt that has uh d o s on it.
2: Very like '80s arcade chic.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs>
2: definitely. Sounds like she's copying. Me. <laughs> she might be because you wear you wear leather. Yeah, jackets. well, here,
0: hers is like the big poofy, like um, like ski jacket, right? Yeah, marshmallow oh, okay. coat, like Back to the Future. Uh, so she waves at you uh, and jumps off the swing and kind of runs over towards you. What do you do? More importantly, what does Jackie's uh internal cyberspace image avatar look like?
2: That's a. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Would Jackie identify as a bear or as a person? I think I think certainly a bear at this point.
1: I think I think I'm gonna look sort of like just, you know, like sort of baseline barium. So still gonna be a polar bear. But um actually there's not gonna be nearly as much cybernetics as in the real world. It's gonna be mostly just natural bear, but with a cybernetic eye.
0: T kind of looks you over for a second, gives you a big thumbs up, and then goes, So I got back together with my dad,
3: I'm online,
0: I'm worldwide, and
3: I've been working on something because I feel really grateful to you uh, for letting me get back to this freedom. Yeah. Uh, so so I apologize ahead of time. When I was in your head, I did go poking around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'd been cooped up in like a like a tandy for you know, more than a decade. And I found some files that were really, really encrypted, and I didn't poke around too much in those because they have root access, and I did not want to cause undue harm, especially given that I was in there at the time. That makes sense. But I did make copies, couldn't crack those, but I did find a match for those, and I backtraced it to a satellite in low-Earth orbit which is where we're at right now. Okay, so that that's where we are digitally. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, that's that's very interesting. Um
3: yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of buffering uh where this thing is transmitting and as it turns out the physical location that it's transmitting information to is near you.
1: That is surprising.
3: It's under one of the Heron buildings.
1: That is less surprising, but. but would you be willing to give me those coordinates?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And she basically, like, snaps her fingers and a little file appears in her hand, which she hands over to you. And it's like, you know, this whole digital transfer of uh, right, information. Right, she's holding the
1: actual icon of the folder mm-hmm. and physically hands it to me.
3: There is one other thing that I thought you should know, because while I was looking around for this information, I did notice that someone else had been trying to backdoor into the same system that I was. They haven't gotten quite as far, because I don't think they're as good at this as I am, which, to be fair, is what I'm built for. That's true. But I thought you might like their information as well, just in case it's someone that you are familiar with. Jackie's going to think about
1: this for about a nanosecond and then say, yes!
0: (laughs) Uh, And she hands you a secondary file folder.
1: I think the way that I'm going to download these folders is by eating them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So she hands you the file folder icon and you're just like, shove it down. How? How? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, after that, T is just down to, like, hang out for a while, uh, you know, if you want to, or if you want to get right to exploring these files, that's up.
1: You know, I appreciate what T did to me. We can hang out for a little bit. You know, we can go to the uh, the digital ice cream shop or whatever T wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I think T introduces Jackie to the high-stakes world of competitive Fortnite. Oh, uh, <laughs> T. It's much funnier when you are directly connected and can react in, you know, machine time as opposed to human time. People get very mad at you.
4: Do you do any Fortnite dances?
0: T definitely does. T, T does all of them.
4: Once Jackie
1: figures out what to do, she just starts going through all of them for no reason. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, we, we spend some time camping some noobs.
0: <laughs> just just really making them have a bad day.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, Colin hacks. <laughs>
5: I mean, that is literally valid.
1: Uh, in this yeah, case oh yeah, them. they they
0: they keep banning your IP address, and then T just finds a new IP address. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a whole thing. You're making you're making people work. I want to kind of back uh, back up from there just a little bit because that afternoon in the park, uh, Piro was having a bit of a day, just you know hanging out with some bro and then uh, a couple of people fell out of a hole in the sky, <laughs> and uh, yeah, how's that going for you?
4: Last I remember, Horace was, I, I chased after Horace and Horace was like, I'm so sad because I'm not Horace anymore. So I assume we're still in like that scene, right? Sure. Okay. So, um, I would like to try to comfort Horace, uh, maybe like give her, give her a hug and try to take her back to my friends.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I think, I think we'll go ahead and call that a comforter support. Why don't you go ahead and roll that? I got an eight uh so oh
4: wait wait but i am angry so <laughs> I, I, that's a six
0: <laughs> okay uh so go ahead and mark potential i i think you try to hug her and like l- give me give me that page give me that like like are you saying anything or are you just going straight for the hug
4: i think i'm just gonna go straight for the hug
0: i think you go straight for it and she just like pushes you away and like shakes her head and she's kind of like looking around like she's she might you know run away again but then she like calms herself down and goes. I know I look like someone that you know you don't know me o- okay I- I'm going to need you to keep that in mind
4: it's a that's a fair statement so I guess I like I, I, I kind of step back but I, I'm still concerned so I'm gonna try to stick around
0: You can tell she feels a little bit lost like she doesn't really know what to do at this point and then she kind of looks over at you. We should go check on your friend and make sure that he's okay. So as you're walking back towards Todd Roman, uh, is there anything that you want to do or say or try to figure out?
4: Well, I guess I would probably be like, if I was a person who had lost all memory of someone, I would want them to tell me, like, you know, who they are in relation to me and why they feel this connection to me. So I think I would probably try to fill Horace in on, you know, who I am and what has been happening.
0: Is there a goal here, or are you just kind of, like, talking?
4: Yeah, it's probably, like, nervous pyro word vomit.
0: Okay. So you're not necessarily trying to, like, pierce a mask or provoke her to- No, I'm just trying-
4: I'm just trying to feel more comfortable, for sure. Okay.
0: (laughs) I think after a minute, she kind of, like, stops and goes, Okay, I'm gonna have to explain this to you sooner or later. So, how about right now? I'm not Horace. I was part of- the person you knew as horus remember how i used to have a big ruby in my chest
4: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so inside that there was i guess i don't know how you would describe it there was a i always thought about it like a like a spirit or a or a guiding intelligence i'm not sure how you would want to define that but that was most of what you knew as horus and while we were together i was in there and I had a little bit of influence over over what that intelligence did, but it wasn't
4: me. Oh. Yeah. That's way more relatable than I thought.
0: And she kind of nods. I I know who you are. I, I'm familiar with you. You just don't know me. Okay. And she kind of rubs the back of her head. When you brought Todd to Horace, in each of those, there was kind of like that guiding intelligence, right? And they don't like each other very much. Horace was going to do something very, very drastic to make sure that they didn't come into contact. And I managed to convince her that it was in everyone's best interests to take that fight outside, so to speak. So we blew up the sanctum.
4: And sent me to a sand dimension.
0: Well, I mean, that's where we went. Uh, I'm sorry you got left behind, but things got really frantic there for a minute.
4: (laughs) Understandable.
0: Todd's gem responded by pulling us sideways into kind of like an adjacent sort of reality. Things got very bad, and she kind of like looks down for a second, and you can tell she's looking a little bit shell-shocked. You know, I don't necessarily want to talk about that right now. Let's just go check on your friend.
4: Okay, and uh, I-, I probably just, you know, probably let Horace lead? Not Horace. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, so Adriana heads back uh, towards where she had initially ran away from. Todd, at this point, is starting to come back around. And he is uh, talking with Rick and Montel. When when the three of them see you and uh, Adriana roll up, they kind of stop and look over at you. And Todd looks very sheepish and just kind of like says, sorry, sorry, I reacted that way. I, I wasn't in control.
4: Is he apologizing to me?
0: I think just towards both you and uh, and Adriana, since you were both there, right?
4: Okay, alright. I would like to hug Todd.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah, I think I think you can hug Todd, but, and I and I think this is unfortunately going to be another comfort and support.
4: Oh, okay, so roll.
0: Yeah, go for it.
3: Roll to hug, roll to hug!
4: <laughs> it's probably gonna fail again. And then, my, yeah, so minus three, so that's a six.
0: Well, you are racking up the potential today. <laughs> <laughs> you hug Todd. Just a side hug. No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you hug Todd. It's fine. As you do a pigeon... In, uh, in a tree comes <laughs> down and lands on Todd's head and starts pecking at your face.
4: <laughs> My face? Your face? Wow. So uh, that sucks.
0: Yeah, it's like doing that pigeon thing where it's like I'm Brr, <laughs> like floofing at you.
4: Okay. All right. Um so I guess I stop. It
0: kind of I mean, kind of kind of ruins the moment because you have this angry pigeon like <laughs> just floofing at you. <laughs> On the upside, it does get a laugh out of both Todd and Adriana. Good. Because I'm glad. it's kind of funny. <laughs> Are you, in particular, doing, saying, is there anything that you want to do right now?
4: I think I'd probably want to stay around my friends, but I also think that this pigeon has a problem with me, so it would probably be, like, uh Panels of me trying to get closer to my friends and this pigeon getting mad at me and maybe <laughs> chasing me away. Like, just, you know, like, over and over again.
0: Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely taken some offense at Piro for some reason. <laughs> okay. And it keeps trying to, like, puff at you. <laughs> uh, I want to slide from there over to, uh, actually over to William. It's, it's an evening. You're at your uh, palatial estate. Uh, high above the city. Doing what?
5: Oh, the same thing I've been doing. Nothing has changed. Okay. Brooding. Well, yeah, brooding primarily. <laughs> uh, no, uh, still, like, basically studying books of magic and summoning and basically, like, all the stuff that William was never particularly interested in before. The actual arcane knowledge was no- never had a point to him. Exactly. It came naturally. Now he is... Becoming obsessed with actually studying and gaining the knowledge to do all this without the innate power that his family has always had.
0: Cool. Side question there. Have you tried to contact Debbie since all of this happened?
5: No, I have not. William has not attempted to do so. Uh, He is brooding in his uh, anger over her instead.
0: (laughs) Okay. So as you are brooding... The butler Barty comes to the door of. Are you in your room or are you in your dad's study?
5: My dad's study.
0: So he comes to the door of your dad's study and kind of like knocks on it. And he has a little tray uh, with uh, some some like very fancy roast. It's like a London broil. And he uh, and he sits that on the table in front of you and says, "You have a visitor. You've been in this room for days, and frankly, it's starting to smell in here." <laughs> <laughs>
5: I uh, lift my head and uh, William sniffs himself and goes, "Oh, oh, yeah, um, y'all, yeah, I'll, I'll clean up." Who's who's the visitor, uh, young Miss Diabolus? What?
0: I suggest you make yourself presentable. She is waiting in the dining room. Okay. And you can tell Barty is—he's not usually this sassy with you. <laughs> like, but William's been in a funk for days, and as any good butler, it's his job to kick your ass.
5: <laughs> Everyone needs an Alfred.
0: Uh, ba- Barty.
5: Sorry, Barty. That's what I said. Yeah, okay. So William goes and uh cleans up a bit and then uh goes to the dining room to meet with Debbie apparently.
0: And and she is hanging out in a uh like a very nice fuchsia suit with like a little flower in her lapel that we remember from earlier on when Darren asked her to the spring formal. And she is drinking a glass of uh sparkling grape juice.
5: Oh, from okay. Comics sure. Code. Yeah.
0: This is juice in a wine glass. And she uh she kind of swirls it around as you enter and waves at you. How's it going?
5: Enjoying yourself?
0: Oh yeah, got asked to a dance.
5: Oh, yeah, that sounds just fantastic. You know,
0: I'm looking forward to it. I don't usually go in for high school dances, but uh,
5: what have you been up
0: to? Well, I decided just uh kind of take a little spin around the world, travel a little bit. Uh, you know, I've I've got I've got these I've got the, the ability to do that now, so I
5: thought eh, oh yeah,
0: might as might as well use it while I got it. Yeah.
5: That sounds fantastic. Benefits. What are you doing here?
0: Well, I mean, I wanted to check in on you, see how you're doing.
5: Check in on me. Have you checked in on my father?
0: Honestly, no. How's he doing?
5: Not great. Not great at all. I would ask him, but he's been in a coma for but the past week. She kind of takes
0: weeks. a sip of the uh, the sparkling grape juice and goes, "Oh, well, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy."
5: What do you want, Ebene? Nothing
0: really. I'm just here to check in on how you're doing. I, I thought I thought you. Why do happy. you care?
5: Why do you care? You got what you were after.
0: If by got what I was after you mean I saved you from getting skinned and dragged to hell screaming, then yes, yes I did.
5: That is not what you did. What you did was steal my rights. What you did was steal everything that I have ever been or everything that I ever wanted to be. And you did so without talking to me. And you did so behind my back and by using the people that I thought were my friends to do that. So if you don't have any actual reason to be here besides just a gloat in my face, then I think you need to get out of my house. And preferably, never let me see your face again. Oh,
0: jeez. I think I need you to directly engage a threat.
4: Yes.
5: Oh, how uh, man, I forgot I did this. I forgot it moved all my points out of danger (laughs) into savior. (laughs) Because normally I can fight the good fight and pull my punches. <laughs> You're not doing that here. I don't think I just pulled my punches. <laughs> I don't think you did. So we're not getting much of a bonus on this roll. Uh, that's still an eight. Okay.
0: So of the options there, I don't think creating an opportunity for your allies is is a possibility. But you do get one of the other ones. What do you want to do? I
5: preferably would like to take this, like, sense of pride that she's clearly, like... Coming in here, you're all swaggering and happy to have all this this whole trip she's been on. I want to hopefully make her feel slightly bad. I think
0: you definitely do that because, uh, you know, as in any directly engage a threat, uh, she is marking a condition here. And what you did not do was resist or avoid blows.
5: <laughs> I'm less concerned with that right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she sets uh, the glass on the table, and she looks up, and you can tell that there there are some tears starting to well up in her eyes. You have no idea. What I have given up to help you. And you never did, and you're never going to care about it. I understand, that's fine. But understand, your entire family was going to go to hell. I don't have a family, and I don't ever intend to have one. This deal ends with me. So if you don't give a shit about that, hopefully the rest of your family does. And she snaps, and a portal just sucks her straight down. And I do need you to take a powerful blow for that. <laughs> Boo! Uh, that'll be a <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. Well, let's let's see let's see how that works out. What do you want to do?
5: I'm going to lose control of myself or my powers in a terrible way.
0: I think I think in this case it's going to be yourself because you don't really have powers so much at the moment. Um. So so what does William losing control of himself in a terrible way look like in this moment?
5: Let's say he grabs the uh that staff. That he's had and it's been just been sitting up against the wall, and he's going to smash it into his father's desk and break it in half. Ooh, I like that. The desk, not the
0: yeah staff. So, so, so we definitely get that scene of like him just like grabbing that and like walking down the hallway and then just like smashing the desk. Oh, I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would clear a condition.
5: I don't have anything. so. Yes, I do have angry. Well, I was could gonna hear, say you could clear clear angry either angry you that,
0: could either but... clear angry or hopeless because you could call that easy relief. I am do not okay, have hopeless so so, so so angry would work if you are angry.
5: Okay, I'll go for that.
0: So Darren, the the next day after asking Debbie Diabolus out to the dance, uh, spring formal, you're at school, mm-hmm. you're in algebra class, and you know things are going well. It's 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 math and it's basic math, and considering that you. Flew a, a biotech spaceship through the stars. You at least have to know some basic algebra.
2: We did discuss that math is my most difficult subject because my planet is a base of six, whereas your units of measurement are bases of ten. So there's a I'm not doing
0: great. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> See, so you're maybe struggling a little bit, just like real life. And after class, you're you're walking, uh, you know, from algebra to your next class, which is. Uh, 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 Jim! Okay, so, <laughs> gym. So, you, so you're walking uh, to Jim, and you get a, a yes. whiff of something on the air. This is high school. That's not suspect. Something floral. Ooh. Something that you recognize. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> you, you get a whiff of pollen. Oh, no. Uh, reminiscent of, of your home and your old podmates. Oh, shit. Am I allowed to say shit? Yes, it's, yes. <laughs> okay. I, I mark all of these explicit at this point. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> oh fuck, shit. Just into it. Okay, I don't say that, though. I, I say that in my mind, uh, translated into my language. So I'm saying that in my language, in my head.
0: It's just the, uh, like, the ampersand exclamation point at, at sign. Mm-hmm, but they're all wavy and squiggly to symbolize that they're a different Perfect. language. And I want to ask uh, a couple of questions of uh, Lenny and Christina uh, at this point. So, so let's, start, let's start with Christina. Who's the gym coach?
1: Yes, the gym coach's first name is obviously Jim. And I believe his last name is probably Coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so, so Dr. Jim, Jim James coach, coach. Yes.
0: So, so Jim coach, gym coach. Yes. Uh, and Lenny, uh, what sport or activity is today in gym?
4: Oh, I really want to see Darren play dodgeball. Okay.
0: Oh, I was hoping for parachute day. <laughs> well, dodgeball it is. Too late now. So you, Darren, and, you know, the rest of your class line up in the gym in, like, your gym outfit. Speaking of which, public school 22, what are their school colors? We haven't dis- we haven't discussed this. Um, Orange and navy. Yeah, that's a good that's combo. Uh,
2: Thank
0: I think you. that was actually one of my uh, hometown middle school's uh, school colors. So I-, I can picture that uniform in my mind very well. You line up, and uh, Coach Coach is kind of giving you all the spiel about today. We're playing dodgeball. These are the rules of dodgeball. You line up on either side and throw balls at each other, and you try to dodge them. It's very simple. But before we get started, I do have a small announcement. We do have some exchange students who will be joining <laughs> us uh, from from very far away. Oh. If you would be so kind as to uh, welcome them, and uh, if you three want to introduce yourselves, and from out behind the bleachers. Uh-huh. So, Darren, you recognize your your podmates kind of immediately, but they do look a little bit different, uh, because they've been on Earth for a while, and the same as you, after being on Earth for a while, they have adapted and adopted to more humanoid kind of forms. So there's one that is kind of like tall, lithe, uh, masculine, with like splotchy kind of fungal skin, and purple flower dreads. That's cool. Oh, why didn't I do that? <laughs> Who introduces himself as Violet and says, We are pleased to be your new classmates. There is another tall, like, muscular, more uh, feminine uh, looking person with shoulder length green, like, grass hair and light barky skin. And she says, I am Willow. We will learn from you, and you will learn from us. And then there's a short, bald, kind of round, uh, dark, knotty, like, bark skin. Definitely looks more, like, gnarled than the other two, and introduces uh, himself as Ash, and stares directly at Darren, and says, Through understanding, we will all become our best selves.
2: That's not creepy at all.
0: shit. Okay. So what do you do?
2: I think that my structural integrity might be a little compromised, and I think I would be briefly shuddering between... My human form, am my more natural? Form. Like a like how some people shiver when they're scared, it would be similar to that.
0: From there, they just file in uh, across the room. I mm-hmm. think they actually get split up. Uh, so, so Violet and Ash are going to be on the one side, and Willow is on the side with you for this for this dodgeball game. And I do want to get a couple of panels of this dodgeball game uh, because I feel like Darren is maybe a little off her game. <laughs> Would that be fair? <laughs> Always. That's very okay. fair. So are you trying to uh, to learn anything or do anything? Or is this like, is this one of those tense comic book uh, dodgeball games where they're like having a conversation in the middle of it?
2: I like that idea. I think perhaps there was a point, you know, when you line up on opposite sides of the court, and the balls are in the middle, and y'all have to sprint in the middle to grab the balls. I think Ash and I would have gone for the same one and like interlocked, and I think we would exchange some dialogue. Like, uh, I think I would be saying something along the lines of, you're not fooling anybody. What are you actually wanting with this
0: school? Okay. Uh, That is the point at which I will have you roll to pierce the mask. So then roll plus mundane. Because what are you really planning is actually just one of the questions on that. I have a six. (laughs) Yeah, so Ash (laughs) is inscrutable. Like, You've been here long enough that you are starting to pick up some of these human mannerisms, and like uh, the the fact that it's a like humanish kind of face, but like with your people's mannerisms is throwing you off. And he just kind of looks at you and grabs the ball out from under you and flings it across the room, beans a kid like straight up in the forehead, <laughs> and says, "We are here to understand so that we can become our best selves. This is where this happens on this planet, is it not?" I think you might
2: be mistaken. <laughs> uh, becoming our best selves on Earth is not a singular moment.
0: I think across the room, uh, we get a panel of Violet, like, whipping out one of his arms, and it, like, goes, like, vine long to grab a ball from one of the other kids, and just, like, bounces it off uh, off the wall, and it's coming towards you. Uh, do you get out of the way, or does it hit you? I think it would okay. hit me. So there's a solid, like, thunk. And it's not, like, in the face or anything, but you feel it, like, impact your back. And Violet goes, I think that means you're out. So let's move back over to Jackie for a minute. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, how's it going? You you had a, a nice outing uh, with tea. You've, uh, it's, you know, the next day, so you've definitely had plenty of time. Uh, What's up to?
1: Well, I feel like I would have been reading those files.
0: <laughs> uh, so you've been reading those files. Uh, first off, do you actually still have that uh, armature move? What mode are you in right now?
1: I am in Eagle, which is the one that has been reading the
0: files. So you could hypothetically have been reading the files. Uh, Before you do that, though, go ahead and unleash your powers. Uh, You are extending your senses, uh, you know, supernatural or otherwise. Do you want to get at primarily, because this is going to be like your full success versus partial, the person who is trying to break into these files as well, or the location they were trying to break into?
1: That's a tough choice. I'm going to go with person.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll it.
1: Let's roll it. That is a nine.
0: So on a partial success here, you can either mark a condition.
1: Yeah, let's let's mark a condition here. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna be insecure about this, because this should be you know, someone's trying to hack me, that's making me
0: insecure. So it's weird to read this uh from the outside, because part of this is stuff that he copied out of your like root systems, right? So it's maybe making you feel a little bit insecure about, like, what your consciousness even is. It's not often you get to see a physical recording of your brain, right?
1: Yeah, it's a little weird.
0: Uh, But you start off with trying to figure out who was also trying to access this. And as you connect to it, uh, there is a very, very familiar feeling. And you remember that time way, way back at the abandoned mall across from Apex City University where Overclock touched you and, like, you briefly uh, blacked out for a second?
1: Yes, I it's do. It's that code.
0: It's that exact same code. Your system purged it very, very quickly, but it is the exact same code.
1: I should have seen that coming in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> Heyo.
0: <laughs> so, so yes, uh, overclock. Whether or not you are surprised that his code is still around and actively doing things, it is the same code. Uh, so I'll let you decide what you want to do with that. And the information you get about the location that he was trying to crack into, which T did get a little more uh detail with. So there are five Heron Towers. You've got one central, and then you've got one at the non-cardinal directions. So there's like a northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest. Uh this is under the Southwest Heron Tower.
1: Okay.
0: And it's pretty deep. Uh, you wouldn't actually be able to access it from the tower itself. You would access it through a series of tunnels. You'd have to get down into like the actual access and maintenance tunnels of the city itself. So who ultimately owns and runs and operates this location isn't maybe that clear-cut. But you do know that it has been uploading to and from your core systems via that satellite, which on the upside Bye. right now is being buffered out by T. So, Thank you, it's T. not doing it right now. T's got your back. But you do know that it's been doing that at least since you came online uh, in armature mode. So, okay. at least since the bridge battle.
1: Got it. That's a long time.
0: It is. So, I guess the question is what do you want to do with this information? Mm,
1: I think I want to inform the rest of the team using my little little Heron watch. <coughs> Phoenix watch. Yes, Phoenix, not Heron. That's correct. With Phil the Phoenix.
0: Different companies. It's your old pal, Phil the Phoenix.
2: Quiet, Phil. <laughs> In mean, there 3, it would be Heron, Phoenix, and then Williams family, the Infernus Corp. But Infernus isn't bird themed.
0: No, no, it is not. Are bad. You didn't get to <laughs> Gotta re-theme the corporation. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawks. I'm sure some of your shell corporations are.
1: So, I'm just gonna type everyone a quick message to let them know that, uh, that clock guy, Overclock, he- he might be back. And, uh, I know y'all are doing stuff, but if you're not super busy, if you want to meet me
2: at- Applebee's again?
5: (laughs) Well, that
0: brings up bad memories.
2: Well, this podcast is never being sponsored by Applebee's.
0: Applebee's, now with new bone wings.
2: (laughs)
1: They're 95% bone. For all you
0: bone lovers out there, try the new Applebee's bone wings. They come in salt, ganache, and concrete. Nice.
1: Sponsor us and we'll take this out.
0: You You know the deal, Applebee's. (laughs) <laughs> Give us those sweet sponsor dollars.
2: You know where to contact us. Right?
0: So yes, you have sent a message to your friend saying, Hey, do you want to meet at Applebee's? I think overclock's back. Uh let's, also let's get that. Hour. Also get those my mi- get those mai Well, you yeah, know, it's,
1: it's yeah, yeah. It's like underage happy hour or something.
0: Two for one bone wing night. <laughs> <laughs> Try our new corn flavor. <coughs> Applebee's so affordable. So
1: I'm pretty sure you said corn flavor, but I really heard corn fever. So. Uh, I said I said
0: corn <laughs> flavor because I was talking about the bone wings.
1: Yes, well, corn uh, fever is. now I'm still an item confused.
5: On menu. Are we trying to tear Applebee's down or build them up? <laughs> I, like I feel like we're doing both.
2: Only one way to find out. Go to your local Applebee's for this week. Go to Steve. your local
0: Applebee's and ask for the special corn flavor bone wings. Tell
2: them Jeremy sent you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Use discount code APEX.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Applebees.com slash APEX. You thought it's already dot
0: Applebees.com slash APEX City. So I hope we don't get sued for We're not going to get sued for that. <laughs> so um, so yeah, let's just go around right quick. We're going to get back to Pyrrho here in just a second. In fact, this might be a good chance to get back to Pyrrho. So after being chased by a pigeon, Pyrrha, what did you do?
4: I probably would have been... Very angry about uh, the fact that this pigeon is not my friend, so I probably would have gone to my local pet store and inquired on, you know, what you need to be befriended pigeon. <laughs>
0: uh I think the pigeon. I think the pigeon is definitely following you and like harassing you, <laughs> like all the way to the
2: <laughs> like those crows. Okay, okay. I love the contrast of Piro's story right now. Of <laughs> William. His father's in a coma and confronted the puss in a soul's (laughs) powers. I'm dealing with a possible global genocide. And then you got attacked by a pigeon.
0: Yeah,
4: well, I think the pigeon, I think the name should be Bitey as well. Bitey the pigeon. Bitey the pigeon.
0: (laughs) You're definitely calling the pigeon Bitey by the time you get to this pet store. And since you are, in fact, trying to befriend this here pigeon, I am going to ask, how do you end up trying to befriend this here pigeon? What, What does it look like on the page?
4: So I, I, whatever birds eat, bird treats, whatever that looks like, uh, because I know bread is very bad for birds. Se- seeds. Uh, well, yeah. Seeds. <laughs> seeds. Yes. Thank you. Seeds. Uh, I'm probably like cowering, but also trying to like throw the seeds out to the bird to like be like, no, look, I have this. It's, it's fine. Please stop biting me, bitey.
0: Oh, that's good. I'm going to give you a choice here. This is your choice. Okay. Okay. You can try and comfort or support Bitey uh, okay. to make to make friend friends with Bitey, or mm-hmm. you can provoke Bitey into into trying to steal your seeds and then catch Bitey.
4: Oh, okay. I want to provoke Bitey. Two D six. That's a five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give us the setup for this. What What are you? What does this look like?
4: All right. So I think it's like I ha- I'm gonna say like cardboard box and a ruler trap with uh like i i keep throwing bird seeds into that trap and there's a string that i have mined and uh i'm i'm holding the the string and i'm waiting for the moment like uh in a very like obsessed kind of way like uh Elmer
0: Fudd so i think i think the way this works you have your box you have your ruler you have your string and you have your seeds under your box and Bitey flutters down and lands on the sidewalk and looks at the seeds looks back at you looks at the seeds Looks back at you, looks at the seeds, looks back at you. And then very slowly, very slowly, uh, with intent, reaches out with this little bird beak and grabs the ruler and pulls it, and the box falls, and then Bitey flies at you with the ruler and starts trying to swap at you with oh the my ruler. God! <laughs> so so what I'm going to need you to do here uh, is just mark a condition.
4: Okay. Um I'm gonna mark hopefully. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: I wish humiliated was a good oh. option of the <laughs> conditions.
4: Vested by a bird condition.
2: <laughs> this needs to be an extended wily
1: coyote trying to catch the roadrunner sequence. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think we get a couple more of those uh, just throughout the evening. Give me, like, two more ways Piro would try to catch Bitey.
4: I think maybe, like, I put out, like, an actual, like, bird feeder, uh, but squirrels keep coming to it <laughs> instead and Bitey's or Bitey perhaps is rounding up the squirrels and uh, having the squirrels bring them the bird seed I like that um, so this is a very intelligent bird we see I think the last is just like really big imaginary bug net pigeon sized that like that that's like I've had it I'm done I, I'm i tired of Bitey biting me yeah <laughs>
0: just He's trying, trying to, to like net the pigeon
4: catch
2: him
0: and, yeah. <laughs> and towards the end of the evening when you have finally given up and you're exhausted
2: the evening
0: yeah, this has been good. This has been a rolling pigeon battle.
1: <laughs> there were several casualties.
0: Uh, when you are finally exhausted from trying to capture this pigeon, uh, you hear next to you uh, as you are just sitting defeated. <laughs> are you are you back home <laughs> by now? Or are you back to the park? Where are you?
5: I
4: don't remember if we set up another squat shack, but I guess I'd probably go to that squat shack wherever I'm squatting.
0: So you're sitting. On your porch, your ramshackle. There's probably like plants growing up through the the porch itself, and like the remains of a, oh, a yeah. of a chair swing that's like halfway fallen off its uh, off its swing, right? And and you're sitting there defeated and slightly hopeless, and you hear next to you this scraping sound, and then a soft. What do you do?
4: I'm going to investigate this 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 sound, and I guess try to figure out where it's coming from, since there's lots of plants around. It's not hard.
0: You look next to you, and like sitting there uh, as if very, very proud, uh, is Bitey. And with one little claw, it's like pushing part of a bagel towards you. (laughs) Oh, Bitey! What kind of bagel?
2: Okay. Oh, that's true. What, oh.
0: What kind of bagel?
4: It would have to be like a seedy bagel, right? You know
0: what? I'm just gonna ask you, what's Piro's ideal bagel?
4: Oh, Piro's ideal bagel. I'm trying to think of like, Piro likes like food textures, not necessarily like flavors, uh, but I don't really know how that would translate into a bagel so i think i'm just gonna go with everything so yeah everything bagel and i would love to accept this this gift so so you
0: so day. you take the bagel and uh yeah and as you take the bagel uh bitey like puts this little head under its wing and then flies up into the corner of the of the roof like perch and just like nests up there okay. and sticks his little head under his little wing and goes to pigeon sleep
4: wow that's adorable i love bitey <laughs> I'm touched. <laughs> I'm touched by this pigeon's kindness. This pigeon is a better person than any I respect this us. pigeon. Yeah, I, I respect this pigeon. We have done battle. We have traded blows. <laughs> he has outsmarted me several <clears throat> times. This pigeon has earned my respect.
0: Ha- have you earned it?
4: <laughs> I don't know. It's a pigeon. Who knows?
0: I guess we'll find out. <laughs> So the next day, just to stick, and we'll we'll go back around one more time. Just the next day, Piro. I think at this point, um, we get the panels of Pirro, You know, waking up probably middle of the day because you had a pretty long day yesterday. I think we get uh, Darren post post dodgeball match and William post smashing his dad's desk, and you all get at that point the little message on your watch uh, from Jackie. I guess the question is, what's up?
4: Is this is the Applebee's question. Yes. yes, this is deciding whether we go to Applebee's. Okay. Okay. Yes.
0: Uh, overclock might be back. Can we meet at Applebee's?
1: So I, I've decided I don't want to specifically mention overclock in case he's like keylogging okay.
2: my watch.
0: Fair, fair. So this is just a, do you want to get together for some sweet apps? There,
2: there. Something might be up, but yeah. Do you want to make some poor choices at Applebee's?
1: Okay, redacted. That's exactly what I say.
0: Does anyone do anything else at Applebee's? <laughs>
4: It's their new slogan. Absolutely.
0: This has become Make the Applebee's trash cast. <laughs> so, I guess I guess the panels that I want to close on is a. Do you all meet Jackie at Applebee's? Uh, Darren, no. no, not showing up to Applebee's. Okay, cool. Uh, William, no, William. Uh, hell no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is just Jackie and Piero at Applebee's. Uh, and I think Piero, as you go out to Applebee's, this little pigeon just like brrr, down like perches on your shoulder.
4: Aww. So they give you a little trouble Exciting. at the door, but... They're not happy This is right now.
0: It's, it's Apex City. It's a weird town.
4: Bitey probably
0: did <laughs> Bitey might have been. <laughs> so we get you and Jackie sitting at a table in Applebee's, wondering where your friends are. And speaking of which, Jackie's friends, where are you? I am not moving. Okay, so you're just cutting ties.
5: Yeah. Uh, well, okay, I mean, okay, from, from, from my perspective, no, I, want, I want to that's, clarify that's fine. this. fine. I
0: just want to make sure that's where we're at narratively.
5: William... Still feels that all of you betrayed him, and since that point, none of you have reached out to try and like figure anything out.
2: That's not true. We have we've in- canonically tried to contact you. Oh, that is
0: true. That is that is actually true.
2: Yeah, you cannot say that, that. is true. Yeah, okay, we've tried to reach out to you.
0: You're literally You're on a group text. Us. Yeah,
5: yeah. Okay, that's fine then. I I'm <laughs> going to continue to William is going to continue to wall himself okay. in.
0: Uh, and, Darren, how about you?
2: I don't go home after school. I am running away. They found me at school. They found me at school. I'm not going home. I'm going to run away. So,
0: so where are you running?
2: Well, I think my plan is to get my spaceship out at Copi.
0: On those panels, uh, we close out, and we will see you next issue. a New Generation is written for Magpie Games by Brendan Conway it is made of low-orbit satellites tense dodgeball games and angry pigeons it's a heck of a good time Jackie Bear is played by Christina Piero is played by Lenny William Furnace is played by Jordan Darren is played by Nan find her on Instagram at Nanjitsu Apex City is GM'd by Jeremy who also writes the music and edits this podcast our album art was provided by Fitzsimmons find them on Instagram at Fitzonomy find us on Stitcher iTunes, Spotify, or brooding for days on end in our father's study. Find us on Twitter at ApexCityCast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next issue.